The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Vinny's tonight. All the shows will be there in Lincoln Park. And then don't forget the holiday parody song competition. We got about 10 days left to get your submissions, and we got a really good one from Trey Tunes. We'll replay that one a little bit later. It's probably one of the leaders in the clubhouse. We'll also spend some time. Tyler will play us the ones that don't make the cut. He told us we're getting a lot. We're just not getting a lot of great ones. So we'll see what he means. Crap. What's that? I think the word you used was crap. Right? I may have, yeah. I think Is that what you said? We I think get he did. I think he got, I mean, said they, we got some People crap. spend time, though. They're thinking about us. They're trying to do their best. All right. This is the point in the show where you rub some shoulders and pat some heads yeah, with regard to this. Like- it's nice of them for trying. Of course it is. He Thank you on, for he, listening he as well. On, he puts on the sparkly dress. He becomes yeah. Paul Abdul at yeah. this point in the competition. And then everybody gets a participation trophy, right? No, we don't hand. I mean, I just, I do appreciate everyone trying their best. Not everyone's going to get a trophy. We only have one grand prize. That's a year's worth of groceries that's from a, Joel Osco. It's a great grand prize. I just don't think that you should call them their entries crap. You know, just say is. He's talking to you, Tyler. Should be better. Young guy, first yeah. time around. You listen to some of these and tell me they're not crap. Yeah. Give, give me an example now, then we'll play some Albert Breer. Right now. And then take some calls. Give, you, me, give me give give me, some the, audio crap. Give Tyler. me the crappiest of the crap. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember which ones I put on there. The There's way, a Zach can, Levine one. Can I? Oh, inter- let me. Uh, yeah, that's real crap quick. on crap right there. Yeah. But, but, but I just want to say, I'm thankful for crap as well. I'm are thankful. you really? Yeah, I'm thankful. Not, yes, not because BS. no, because a lot of them are funny to laugh at. I mean, with so I'm very thankful that some of them aren't any good. We've had too much crap in this sports town. I'm done laughing at that. No, you're not. I, I am. No, I really not. am. No, it's, I bet it's you enough. giggle. I bet you giggle at L- this like one. I know. I do know now, and I said it at the time. Why well, was so upset at the sock season? Because I knew I was looking at the Bulls. Because I knew it was going, I was just looking at my basketball team while watching baseball. Well, you settle in over there and get ready to chortle. <laughs> ready? All right. So what, what is this one? This is uh, from George Kolakovich to the tune of Walking in a Winter Wonderland. Breaking up because he quit. 
Marder Rosenson went to the G League. I Milan's old ball ball again next year. No, he won't. Let's get Bulls Nation back on your Twitter. Or we'll be riding blind this winter and spring. Man, your contract. Why are we even breaking up? He's one of ten Zach fans left. Is he calling Dalen Terry? I don't know. Uh, Demar Derozan's son. Was that what he was doing? I will actually reference in there. I will elevate that from crap. It's not crap because he was actually playing the piano. Was it? Yeah. I think if you're just pushing buttons and you're mumbling into a microphone, then that would be. So I at least I even have some standards. Okay, so that wasn't crap. I give him high marks for okay. that ain't going to win. Jack Diddley poop, though. Okay, he's he's a Zach guy, huh? He's asking why we're breaking up. Sore foot, two points? I'm not going to judge him on his sports perspective. Okay. I'm going to judge him personally. That's what we do all day is I'm judge. going to judge him on his, on his creative presentation. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. I think that guy, George Kolakovich, may love Zach Levine more than anybody in the city loves Justin Fields. That's how crazy that sounds. I was. wouldn't go that far. I don't know. There's some stuff out there. Okay. I mean, so that's what Tyler, uh, maybe there that's are some. That was crap. Well, I don't know. Tyler, Tyler Tyler was well, was it because of the subject? Is that why? No, like the lyrics didn't make any sense. I they weren't any that. good. Either. Who is like, DeMar DeRozan's the, son? The is, most, he, is that is Dancing and Dalen? Uh, I don't know. Be. I think he's got, he's got daughters, right? I don't think he has. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I believe he's got two daughters, but like the the only impressive part about that is that he played the piano. Yes. Good well, job. I mean, like, we're, yeah. This, this isn't a piano. This isn't, we're not, this isn't the Walt and Sylvie parody piano recital. I like it. Right? Bring George Kolkovich, one hell of a penis. Bring it. You said what? George Kolkovich, one hell of a penis. Okay. Did Excellent. you, Meller, I know you don't like poop stuff. Did you hear <laughs> Trey Toon's uh, song yesterday? No. I, I, actively poop av- I actively avoided it. Fecal transplant? The fecal transplant. This is the leader in the clubhouse. Can we play that? And then I'll play some... Uh, Sure, let me just uh, plug my ears real so, quick. So, uh, again, uh, you could listen your to songs. this for the next three hours. Then Albert Breer? Well, I love well, Albert. I you're mean, like Yurko all of a sudden, no, not dismissing no, 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 Albert no, no, Breer. No. I love Albert Breer. I love his, his hits with Cap and, and Jay Hood. You can I enter just, at ESPNParody.com. I like this. This is fun. And I'm in the building once again It feels so good to be back A fecal transplant Is something that is real Who would have ever knew That a piece of poo Could improve the way you feel When Sylvie heard this He did not think it was true Guess you can say he was a septic skeptic And I was one too There must have been some microorganisms In that donor's poo they found When they placed it in Marjorie's GI tract 
It turned her life around. Now Sylvie is a believer. Fecal transplants are legit. If the doctors can't help you get better, then try a pizza. So if you are hurting, then give this a look. I sure wish we could give this to the Chicago Bears playbook. Come on, Mellor. Let well, yourself enjoy it. He brought it home it, there with that line, you, too. Let yourself enjoy it. All the background singers that he put into it. Come on now. That was funny. He, Trey Toons is a... He is one talented one artist. Favorites. That was great. And, like, who would have ever thought we'd get a song like that? That's fantastic. Oh, I thought after we read the story oh, and like had that? a long conversation about it. Not that good. But I bet you there's a lot of poo... Entries. Yeah, so uh, uh, you can send that to ESPNParody.com. Again, it's all brought to you by uh, our great friends at Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Also brought to you by Jewel Osco American Sale, 19 Crimes Wine and Country Thunder. So uh, our big holiday party is December 15th at Bub City in Rosemont. Put that on your calendar. We'll crown a winner there, and we'll celebrate the holidays together. All right, let me play you some Albert Breer. You, you good with that? Are sure. You, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I love Albert. This was from Cap and Jay Hood yesterday. Let me just remind you what he said last week. Uh, he's every Tuesday uh, at 835 with Cap and Jay Hood. Last week, he told them that Kevin Warren wants to be more involved in football. He didn't expand really any more than that. In his mailbag the next day, last Wednesday, right before the holiday, he did say, though, that Eberflus, he's thinking, he was speculating, is most likely out. And there could be a possibility, since Poles wasn't his guy, that Kevin Warren could want his guys in there. And who knows, he could clean a house. So he really wanted to expand on that because he wasn't reporting this as fact, but he was reporting this as speculation, knowing that Kevin Warren wants to be more involved in football. So then he really did a, a, a more of a deeper discussion on this. So this was Albert Breer regarding Kevin Warren wanting to be more involved in football in the offseason with the Bears. You know how this stuff goes. It's like every time you give an opinion, people take it as fact. And, I, I, right. and there was some stuff that, like, last week, I, I'll be honest with you, Cap, like, where it's like, I, you know, I never said that, like, Eberflus and Poles are gone. I, you know, you guys know that. You right. guys heard what I said. Correct. I never said that. Correct. All I talked about was sort of where the organization stands and some idiot who doesn't have his name on a Twitter account acts as if I said both guys were getting fired, which was completely false. That was not what I said. Correct. Um, you know, I, I, I think those guys still have like a chance, again, to, 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 to put themselves in position to keep their jobs. You know, and, and I, would, I would agree with you that like Foles is probably on steadier footing right now than, than Eberflus is. Um, that said, there's a new guy in charge. You know, Kevin Warren in charge. I do you know, believe and that Kevin Warren wants to be involved on the football operation side, and that's the way that he sees the president role. Um, you know, the obvious, okay, does he want to bring in his own guys to do it? Now, like, if you like what Poles has brought, the, is taking the roster, and I think there's good reason to like where Poles has taken the roster, and if you like what, you know, Tremaine Edmonds and T.J. Edwards brought to the team last night, if you like what, you know, Darnell Wright could bring you a tackle, and you like what D.J. Moore has brought you, then 
Yes. Here's the issue. The issue becomes if you're going to change out your coach, and I want to make sure that word I use there is emphasized, if, right? Like, if you decide to change out your coach, well, you know, then the question becomes, what are you swinging at? Because if you're swinging hard for a big name, then there's a chance that that guy's going to have options. And if that guy has options, that guy might go to, might, might want to go to a place where he's able to bring in a general manager or at least be, process, be part of the process of hiring a general manager that's going to match up with him, right? So, like, that sort of becomes the question. And we've seen this before. Like, when the, when the Chiefs – I think the Chiefs are a good example of this. When the Chiefs hired, um, you know, hired Andy Reid in 2013, if you remember, they initially did not fire Scott Pioli, right? They initially retained Scott Pioli and fired Romeo Cornell. And then when they started swinging on Andy Reid, it was, okay, what do we need to get him here? And part of the requirement, because there were multiple suitors out there, was he was going to have his own general manager. And so Scott Peel was out. And so, like, I think that that's where these things get a little complicated, where it's like, okay, one guy's here, one guy's gone. Okay, well, that's fine if you're thinking that way. But does that limit, like, what you're looking at and bringing in a new head coach? That's where I think that this you know, debate can get a little bit complicated. But obviously there's a lot that's going to go into that decision no matter what. I think it's really interesting. And I wonder, too, if that will be another sort of barrier to bringing in Jim Harbaugh, where if there are other suitors and Harbaugh knowing that he had an issue and he's been recruiting and wants his own players, he wants his roster, he knows what he likes and what he doesn't like, and knowing that he had the falling out with Trent Baalke, that he's going to want to be paired up with his personnel guy where he can work with perfectly and if they say look we want to pay you we want you as our coach but we want ryan poles to be your boss we want him to be the general manager to pick the groceries and then harbaugh says well look vegas is going to let me have my choice of general manager so is the chargers then you may not get him right and that that's jim's got all the cards here on that front as long as there is interest in him He's going to be able to more than likely dictate policy to a certain degree with regard to personnel stuff. I'm not an advocate of one guy being in charge of both. Like, you know how I've said this forever. I don't believe a coach should also have the general manager title. I think it's too much. It's it, These are entirely different dis, uh, jobs that need a person in those seats, in each of those seats. I'm not suggesting he shouldn't have a say in what goes on. But you can't have a guy who I don't think, and I like, heard Carmen and Yurko talking about Do you think Andy Reid is the general manager? Why? Well, you know, I think Carmen and Yurko. Yeah, well, Veach is the guy that brought Mahomes to Andy's attention, right? But it, it still it was Reid's final say. So Veach does all the general manager's work, but Andy Reid is the boss. Yeah, so, I don't so, know how all of that went down over that stretch. Well, that, that, that is how. I mean, like, I'll just tell you that he's not the general manager. And, like, the fashionable way that these coaches do it now, if you want the coach, if, if, unless you hire uh, one of these coordinators, is, and even like Dable, this is the way it went. Dable was paired with his general manager. They came right. as a package deal. So a lot of the hot commodities is... It may happen with Ben Johnson, too, Sure, who has his pick of the litter. If you want Ben Johnson, you may have to get him with his general manager because he's not going to want to be just hired 
by a guy who he doesn't know. I totally understand that. My okay. point first and foremost is is that you can't have one guy trying to do both jobs. So you do have to have a guy you trust or you do have to be willing to let somebody, if you're stepping into an organization, let that guy have as loud a voice in the room as you do as well. Kyle Shanahan, remember, he approved John Lynch. It was Shanahan who was hired first, and Lynch was Said the I one who, who, who sold yeah, himself yeah. To Kyle Shanahan before he got the job at Fort. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work out with with Jim. I don't know what Jim's, you know, what what his wishes and 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 demands are. He may want either a full say in what is going on or to install his own guy. And if that's the case, I find it unlikely that the Bears would be his destination because I do believe that Kevin Warren believes in Ryan Pole. So, do you believe that Harbaugh or anyone? This isn't just about Harbaugh. If the Bears zero in on a coach and he wants his own personnel guy, should should they then say yes and we'll we'll get rid of polls? Or are they picking the best coach based on who can work with polls? I think you at this point looking for you have to unless it's an Andy Reid type. Like a Ben Johnson, I have a lot of a, a, a lot of appreciation for what he's done. I don't necessarily, if I'm Kevin Warren, going to allow Ben Johnson, who's never been a head coach in the National Football League, to come in and make me get rid of my GM if I like my GM. Well, like Meller just pointed out, again, they in San Francisco, he was a first-time head coach. I just, my, you know, like like a, a lot of the best coaches in their current role right now are are. Former coordinator Mike McDaniel right now is a first-time head coach. I'm just telling you how I would feel if, you, so if you've got some if you've got some uh, some skins on the wall, then I would your voice would carry more weight than a first-time head coach who's never done it who is going to come in and demand that his guy has to be your personnel guy. When you have a person, if you're indifferent on your personnel guy, then fine, blow him out and bring the the, the pairing in. From what we understand up at Hallis Hall, Kevin Warren is a fan of, of Ryan Poles to a certain degree. At least that's I've heard that. So I don't know that that means that Ryan is 99.9% secure in his spot. But I don't envision a scenario unless you got one of these more accomplished Who is that coaches. besides Harbaugh? Don't know. Like, that, like, there aren't many of those. Bill Belichick? I mean, the word is, is well, Belichick's going to find... I, I you saw wouldn't that. want Belichick. Of course then. not. No. no. And he, like, he's been his biggest... Of course. He but what is... if Bill Belichick comes in and says, I want oh, my no. guy? No. Well, Bill no. Belichick, like, that's my point. I mean, are you... It, there's a lot that goes into these decisions. It's not everything fits into every category. I don't. I mean, you have to. T- if Jim Harbaugh wants to come in and is going to demand that this particular person is his his general manager, I don't know that that's going to fly up at Hallis Hall. All I'm saying is the Bears have the Bears have limited their choices for so many different reasons because of things in the past. Are you going to limit your search if you fire Eberflus again? They limited it with Nick Saban in the past because of money. Uh, they limited it because um, we told you again for many, many years about uh, Bruce Arians didn't want to do the mock press conference. They limited it um, with 
uh, oh, Ryan Pace couldn't hire his own general manager, so we're going to arrange this. You know, many different ways. They limited who the coach can be for so many backwards reasons. Are you again going to hire a coach and limit the ways you can hire him because you're going to do something one way. God, I hope not. And and, and and I think we've all believed that the hiring of Kevin Warren is the ev- the only evidence we have that things will be done differently. That's your hope. But, I mean, like, Miami didn't blow out their GM. Miami has Chris Greer, I believe, was their GM since 2016. And they made a good hire with Mike McDaniel. I mean, right. you can still do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mike McDaniel didn't have the sway to come in and demand that you get rid of Chris Greer and you put my guy in. I don't know the dynamic. Harbaugh. That's what's going to be really interesting about it. Jim Harbaugh feels like the only guy who, if they went after him, big game hunting, where he would be the guy who, would, who might demand his own GM. Doesn't it? I feel the like same way, the way, way the I don't Bears know. Bears generally have always operated, and sure, it could be different under Kevin Warren, but because like, of what you just said, Waddle, with his what seems like a good relationship with Ryan Poles, it seems like if they let Iberflus go, they would say, "Okay, let's find a new coach to work under." But I don't Ryan know. Poles, no, don't I, you I'm think with you, so? But I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to do business. This is one of the things. The big mystery to me is is how is Kevin Warren going to run the organization? Because he's been an observer. We haven't heard much from him, and I'm not saying that that's the wrong approach. He was hired or took took control of the, everything in April. I think what he wanted to do this year is sit back and look at everything and see how everything runs and then make some big decisions and put his stamp on the team heading into the 2024 season. I think that is a very prudent approach as well. I think if if Kevin Warren had come in without having any real experience inside the Bears organization and started hacking at things, I think we would have all sat back and maybe it would have all worked, but you would have been, wow, that's a bit. It's a bit aggressive to start. That's Why another, not get a lay of the land before you sure. decide to make some of these decisions? Another inherited guy, like, again, like backwards, yeah. you know. Look, and, and maybe Poles knows. Maybe he's been humbled in some regards. He couldn't find a wide receiver. He's done some other really good things. And maybe he says, look, I'll get the best coach, and this is going to be a partnership. And, I like, if, I'm, if Jim Harbaugh can make my quarterback the best quarterback, and I'm tired of seeing Luke Getze's game plan, and I want to see a Jim Harbaugh or a Ben Johnson or whoever becomes available, look, I'll back off, and you tell me this is the quarterback you want, and, and you, you pick the wide receivers, and I give you these options, and yeah. we'll pick from the best. We'll work together. You got to be able to work in the sand, play in the sandbox together for sure. But it's not like Jim would be coming into an environment where, you know, a really established, accomplished GM is in charge. Like Ryan is still working his way. I think he's done a nice job. Have there been misses? Yes. I, I do like a bulk of some of the guys, young guys that he has decided on. It hasn't been perfect, but I don't think that Ryan Poles' resume. At this point in his career, he could put his foot down and draw a line in the sand and say, it's him or me. Well, you could, but I mean, I don't, I think he would want to be more collaborative than to do that. 312-332-3776. Some really good stuff there. Um, By the way, just remind you that we can hear the Matt Eberflus show right here the day after a game at 210. Yeah, so that that next one will be December 11th, is that? Right after the Lions game. Yeah, is that the 11th? Do I have that right? That, um, the, I, 
the game. 10th. The game is on the tenth. So yes, December eleventh at two ten for the next Matt Eberflus show. Yes, Mark. Thank that you. No, you're you. Welcome. You're Mark. Oh, that's right. My bad. Yeah, you are Mark. That's right. Yeah, we're both Mark. Oh yeah, Mark and Mark. All right. Uh, coming up next, Waddle's World and Barstool Big Cat's going to join us at four. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you're here? As we go inside Waddle's World. I think I just hit the mother load of crazy stories right here on this site. You know, like certain treasure hunters. You mean that's what you call when you find a giant, you find a giant treasure. Treasure? Yes. Treasure of poop? No. No, 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 no. But isn't that one of the P's of Waddle's World? It is. But I think you heard me say, "What did I? Do? I don't even like. I keep forgetting things I'm saying. What did I just say? And then, then you, you said, just hit the mother load. The mother load, of yeah, of crazy of stories. Crazy stories. I'm on the, uh, I think it's the, it's the Smoking By Gun the way, website. Be can, how much can I trust that? Smoking Gun? Yeah, is that, do you get any I, of your good stuff from there? Every once get one from the Smoking Gun, yeah. What's that, Meller? Welcome back, by the way, Meller. You've been Thanks, off for like nine days. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, yes. Uh, wouldn't that be the ultimate practical joke, though? You bury a treasure of poop. And then years later, it's discovered, and it's just, you open that treasure guys, box, like and my, it's poop. Um, that, that wouldn't be funny. No. No, 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 not to the person who discovered it. Right. But then the person who buried it, ultimately, you get to chuckle to yourself. Yeah. Knowing one day. You take a dump in a treasure chest and bury it somewhere. Yeah, that's, a, that's a weird thing to do. I'm not going to lie to you. Outer Banks. I was excited that I want to say four weeks ago, season 11 of The Curse of Oak Island was uh, the first episode. It's been 11 seasons. They've been hunting for the same treasures for yeah, 11 seasons now. Out. They're not going to find it. They have put quite a bit of resources into trying to find this this treasure. And there may be some religious artifacts they think in there as well in Nova Scotia on Oak Island. I'm hooked. I watch every single. I think Thayer. I think Tom Thayer watches it. And, and I'm sure he's thrilled. Remind me to talk to him about it because the series came back for their 11th season. Yeah. So, Sasquatch, will they find first or this treasure? Don't know. But I'm just saying to you, I'm acknowledging that I am hooked on a show where they've, they've had me for over a decade now. I've been searching for this treasure with them since I was 45 years old. Do they think they're close? They always think they're close. Every show they think they're close. And then, then they have discovered like really cool and valuable artifacts. Yeah, and what would the, the show end if they find it? I would think so. It's over then. I would think so. But at that point, if you find what you you know you or you're hoping to find, you don't need the production of the show any longer because you'd be wealthy beyond. How about that? You got a Green Bay hat. And a Bears jersey right there. Green Bay. And they, Where, how nervous the Bears are, jersey? There's a guy walking behind him with oh. his headset on. Not, how, the, uh, not the same guy. How, how nervous are you that uh, that Jordan Love is starting it's to... Fake. It's, it's is just there, a real... It's man. good to have Big Cat in, too, because it's a good question to have uh, ask him at 4 o'clock. Would you, should, ra- you know, we should have we should have Wilde on. Or Domovsky. Or Talsh. One of them. Wilde's pissed at us. You better put Wilde on. Because last time we had Domovsky's and Domovsky and Tauscher on. It's Wildy's turn. He gets pissed. 
when we don't use them. I'm just telling you. Okay, I'm 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 open to all three of them, but I think that we should get an update on where Jordan Love is yeah. in his development. Uh, this one Green Bay fan who listens to our show a lot, I think, has been tweeting me, asking me the "Would you rather" question for a few days. I told Tyler that I wanted to ask it on the show because mm-hmm. he's been bothering me, and he says, "Would you rather have Jordan Love or Justin Fields going forward?" I would choose Fields based on what I've seen. I just don't. I don't trust that Jordan Love's accuracy is going to stand up the course of time. I we, think Justin's got a better skill set. We've got Mister Accurate. Well, I'm yeah. just saying it's better. I didn't say, yeah, I'll take Patrick Mahomes over over Jordan Love. I said I'll take Justin Fields over Jordan Love at this point. And I may rue the day that I even said that. No, so you're right. right. You're right. You're right. Jordan Love is fake. I don't think he's. I don't it's know that fake he's fake. Love. I don't think it. I don't know. I won't say yes or no. Like, are we? How many starts in are we? For love, ninety-five or thirty-five? Oh. Thirty, yeah, thirty something. And thirty-two. We, aren't we just you know we're like our heads on a baseball bat, spinning in circles every day on this show? I, I don't and know. You if wanna, I should. And you want to just decide willy nilly? He only gets eleven games if to make I, a decision. If I pull this question, there's no win. Because because then I, it's pull a Green it. Bay. If pull I pull, it. there's no there's pull no it. win. Pull it, and, and then I I, I just, there's pull just it. no win. Pull it. There's no win to put pull a pull it. on, pull and it. then we won't get an accurate reading because I, I think I hate to tell you, you don't get an accurate oh, reading on any of these questions. It's science. Well, then put this into your science machine and send it out on this your science will be, Twitter. Sil- all Sylvie's polls are like the Gallup. They're you know plus or minus one. Sure. That's it though. You didn't know that I worked for Gallup, did you? Did I not. Did Back not in the Iowa Gallup. days, mm-hmm. Barry Gallup was my receivers coach at Boston College. Oh, really? Great man. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you're going to send that out? Or, so you're not nervous because you think it's fake? Okay. I just want to have a conversation with one of the guys up up in Green Bay and see how they feel. Because remember, was it... I don't remember, and, and this will piss off Wildy probably again. I don't know if it was Wildy or Domovsky who basically... I think they were on the roller coaster, right? They came into training camp and didn't think it was going to amount to much. Then they were impressed in training camp. Yeah. And then everyone kind of, their oh, hopes it, and dreams subsided. Yeah, it, and now we're going now back up. Now they're back up. Yeah, now they think they got a chance and they were rooting for the Bears this past week. So I would, don't you want to get a, like the pulse of, you're going on vacation Friday. You know what? Carmen and I will call. We'll call. All right, you, you call. Yeah. And you don't want you to have to worry about the Green Bay Packers on your trip. I won't be. Well, you will. If, in fact, you know, we have Will Dion on Thursday and he says, guys, I think this is the second coming of Aaron Rodgers. He's not. You will worry every night before you put your head on your Mexican pillow. Where are you going to be in Cancun? They will be stuck in mediocrity. You're going to be in Cancun, right? Yes. What hotel are you guys staying at? I am staying at the Holiday Inn. Not La Quinta, huh? No, the Holiday Inn. Funny thing is, is there is some sports news right now, and I just have really no interest in giving it to you. The news, that is. Or giving it to you. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, speaking of uh, stories that sit well with you, and Aaron Rodgers, uh, he practiced today, 11 weeks after Achilles' surgery. He has has been cleared for functional football activity, but no contact, according to his coach. Uh, too soon to say whether or not Rodgers will play again this season, but uh, the rule 
is the Jets have 21 days to decide whether to activate Rodgers from injured reserve. And that period expires December 20th, four days before they are to face the commanders, the Will game he he's play? targeting to return. If you had to bet on it, what what are the odds? Do they, Can you bet on this at, uh, online? No, I don't know if you can or not. And does it count if he, and Greenies suggested this. If he Green's been saying there's no chance he's coming back for a well, long time. Well, would he come in for a ceremonial snap at the end of the season? No. Why? He's coming back next year. I know that, but just to like sort of validate the quick that would return. Be so Rogers. No. Yeah, that for sure. Would be so Rogers. For By sure, way, for just what? to sort of validate that. Hey, look, I, I, I made it work. It doesn't have validation. The validation is is if they would have held, upheld their end of the bargain, the rest of the team. And kept them in the playoff he, chase, he'd have been out there playing. He is such a narcissist. Do you think he made the Jets tweet out this slow motion video I of just, him doing practice today? Yeah, so the Jets just tweeted it's, out a video of him throwing a ball. And like, it, listen, I never take anything away from, from these sort of videos, but what's the, the fact point? That, but no, but the fact that he's out there throwing a football, like most people couldn't walk at this point. Of course. 79 days removed 79 from Achilles days. surgery. He's throwing a football and planting off of that back leg. I mean, that's I fine. This, though, like, if in fact he puts himself in a game too early, yes. and he's running away from a Buffalo uh. Bills defensive end, I, I I fear for his health that you think you're ready to play, and nobody knows his body better than him. But when you are in that moment again, I just is they're, that Achilles going to hold up? The Jets are four and seven, yeah. four and seven, and they're fifteenth. In the conference, in the AFC, only the Patriots are worse than them. What is the point to him yeah, coming back? You guys always say this. Do you mean it or not? Medically cleared is medically cleared. I'm just... Yeah, you, but you there are... You always say this. Of course. Your line. Yes, mm. for certain. Every, every situation is different, though. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, as a 39-year-old, with nothing to play for, is different than a young player who's cleared. snaps. But he's cleared, but he also had a new... Would doctors clear him if it was unsafe? Listen, they he shouldn't. Had, he had the brand new procedure, though, too. Remember, they they showed it on Monday Night Football, um, or was it Thursday Night Football? One of the... One of the bad games that the Jets were on. They was it, showed was it Black, Black Monday? Yeah, 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 I mean Black yeah. Friday. So they showed Black Monday. They showed you the new procedure that he's gone through. Meanwhile, Cam Akers, who also had a radical procedure that got him back out onto the field in you know very fast time, he has since re-injured his Achilles. So re tear. So like I don't did he re tear it? Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. Um, for the when he was well, playing for that, the Vikings, Roger. What did Roger say about that? I don't think they asked him about it. You so that's take no. Was that, it at the same surgeon? I think it was. I'll have to double check that, Running but I think back it was. Is probably going to be asked to do some things that are more stressful than a quarterback. But if he's got to plant and get away from a pass rush, he could find himself in trouble. I would just say tread tread lightly, be smart. And I can definitely differentiate between Aaron Rodgers being medically cleared, but just tapping the brakes. I don't want to hear that line anymore. Versus a younger player. I don't want to hear you say. You're just being argumentative. You always tell me medically cleared means medically cleared. Yeah, and I usually say it just in that tone. And it's usually about a player that could use the reps. He doesn't need the reps. Ass. Uh, this is from John Morosi. You want a little baseball hot yes. stove action? Yeah. You know what? That Jesse Rogers, he he's texting me about baseball stuff. You and me both. I didn't see. I'm on high alert with any Otani news, and I see that it's it's a baseball writer's tweet. Yeah, you were on this. No, I don't think so. 
and, nope. and yeah, you were. Nope. And it had to do with Joe West. Oh, yeah, I did too. And, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're sending, you're forwarding me a tweet from Bob Nightingale. I'm thinking you're dropping me some information on a free agent, on a trade, on Otani. Not for and, not for the Cubs if it's coming from Nightingale. And then, and then yeah, some Sox news. And then this is a Joe West article. Get out of here, Jesse. Don't text me any baseball stuff unless it's news. And especially about that no good Joe West, the um show he is. He's out of the game. Let him go. Exactly. And what is he looking for? More more exposure. I don't know. Again, don't let it bother you. Jordan Love looks good these days. I'm just saying. Fake. Uh, Anyway, back to John Morosi. Uh, Sources are saying that Dylan Cease trade talks have intensified in the last 48 hours. And some people close to the negotiations believe a deal before the winter meetings is increasingly possible. Cease's hometown Braves are among the finalists. It's incredible, isn't it? How many years has it been since their window was open? I think Passan was telling us. Four? Was it two years ago that Jeff Passan, the Sox were his prediction to win the World Series? Or was that three years ago? 20, two years ago, yeah. Two years ago. So 2020, the window opened earlier than we thought when they made the postseason in the shortened year, in the COVID year. Right. And they, and they lost to the A's, right? Yeah. And then 2021 was their big year when they took the league by storm. They were a fun team. Tim Anderson, the, the uh, Field of Dreams game. And then 2022, they were a 500 team. And last year, they were a 100 loss. Well, I don't have any uh, Cubs rumors to bring to you at this time. Maybe I'll text Jesse and see if he can make something up for you. I'm going to see Jesse. Jesse's going to be, I think he's coming to Benny's tonight. Oh, is he? We're doing dinner afterwards. Well, there you go. Well, then he would have to come to Benny's tonight. Otherwise, he'd be missing dinner. Um So, by the way, Waddle's World is brought to you uh, by Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. And to find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash finest member FDIC. When we come back, I do have, I promised you, some weird stories and a couple of uh, medical uh, suggestions or things that you should uh, probably know about some medical issues. Well, being medically cleared. Just everybody. That's next. Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Oh, are we going to put off uh, Florida or Ohio? Or you want to do Florida or Ohio right now, Tyler? I got one ready for you. All right, it's Wednesday, so why don't we do that? I forgot, as usual, that uh, Florida or Ohio, and it's brought to you by our good friends at 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes is unapologetic by nature, disruptive by design. They believe obedience gets you nowhere. Check out the wine aisle and start defying the rules for 19 Crimes today. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb dumb criminals. Random Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. 
All right, a little dark today, but the injuries were non-life-threatening, so we're rolling with it. Man shot in the face over potato chips. What? (laughs) And it's non-life-threatening? A man who was denied potato chips took out a handgun and shot the other man in the face. In the face. Where are we doing this at? Well, rest, I mean, in the a, face. I mean, in a restaurant, at a table, in so, somebody's house. I'm thinking, so, like, in a convenience store parking lot. I must say, okay, the man's injuries are considered non-life-threatening. The man told police he was outside the nightclub Lusty Adventures Whoa, yeah. when he was confronted by an unknown Tampa. man who asked to have some of his potato chips. Give me some of them chips before I go back in for a dance or two. According to the victim, the suspect produced a handgun and shot him after he denied his request to give him some of his potato chips. Definitely Tampa. No yeah. question. Sylvie knows. Yes. Yeah. It's, listen, it's like a 99% chance if it's a strip club, it's uh, Florida. So, FLA. It took place in Akron, Ohio. Oh, oh, that's a 16 just beat a one. <laughs> that's the upset of the year right there. That oh, was, my. That's a good way to put it, a 16 just beat a one. Oh, man. Akron, Ohio. Give me more of that story. I read so that, pretty much all of it here. Um, it's when, still when under did this investigation. Happen? It happened. It's uh, still under investigation. I want some chips. Yeah, well, what do you do? Last night. Pop, pop. Last night. It literally happened like about 16 hours ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, my. What, what more do you have to investigate? The gun's still smoking. They're trying to find the guy. Oh, really? Oh, they yeah. did find the guy. That's found part of the, the investigation. Guy. Well, oh, jeez. Well, Speaking of that, I got a story here. I'll keep the metal, medical advice for you for a little bit later. This did not happen in your uh, your local ballpark, but a suspect had a handgun inside his body. Pistol found during a strip search at an Indiana lockup. Next con with a lengthy rap sheet was in, uh, who was prohibited from carrying a handgun had a Smith and Wesson pi- uh, we- a Smith and Wesson pistol. Stashed in his rectum when he was booked into jail earlier this morning, according to an Indiana police report. Christopher Boyd, 32, was a passenger in a vehicle pulled over around 2 a.m. for an obstructed license plate. The driver and a second passenger were eventually released after being searched by Evansville cops. A pat-down of Boyd, however, turned up a small bag with multiple pills in his right sock. Boyd reportedly said he got his narcotics from his Aunt Trish and believed the pills to be Percocet. He used the painkiller, Boyd said, because he had a bullet lodged in his spine. Before being placed in a cruiser, Boyd was searched, though he claimed to be unable to spread his legs very far due to his spine injury. While searching in Boyd's groin area, Boyd tensed up, a cop noted, and asked that that he asked the suspect if he had anything stuffed in his groin or his buttocks. Boyd stated that he did not. Upon arriving at the county jail, Boyd was now walking with a limp and appeared to be clenching his buttocks when he walked. He was placed through his body scanner, which detected a large ob- uh, object in his groin region. A strip search located two plastic bags containing marijuana tucked next to his scrotum. Police then sought to remove an unknown model. item from Boyd's uh, backside. While Boyd continued to clench his buttocks, cop was able to see that the object Boyd had in his rectum was a handgun. That's tough to, I mean, like... The weapon was subsequently removed and secured in a patrol car. The report does not indicate whether the gun was loaded. And so not in the belly fat. No. Actually up. Yes. Inside. Yes. Woo! 
you're supposed to ask a question. My God, Krista. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Did we do we have a report from what happened down in the, uh, the ballpark at any point? No, nothing yet. Okay. It was a rough night, December 27th, for Christopher Boyd. All right. Speaking of um, stomach, um, Big Cat is here. Wow. Oh, no, because he had a stomach issue over the Thanksgiving holiday. I saw. I, I saw I the you stats were just inf- from Thanksgiving. I thought you were just inferring that he's fat. No, I would never do such I, a that's thing. That's what you were saying earlier. We got to ask the, him the commercial. We got to ask him the Love Fields question. I got to give him the, the Fields versus Player B question. Um, and yeah, checking for a pistol in his rectum at no, some point. No, we won't. We will not check any rectum going on. All right, uh, Barstool Big Cat in studio coming up next.